the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. Well, today we are continuing to prepare our hearts for Christmas. It's the last episode, but if you missed the previous episodes, you can go back and listen to those at jennifer-jackson.org and even get a Christmas heart devotional for a gift of any amount that is available for you. It has prayers. It has showers of power. So many goodies in there. But today we want to continue to prepare our hearts for Christmas. Mary says, how can this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin. And the angel, angel answered, the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's an answer to a lot of questions. The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born, to be born will be called the Son of God. And even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was unable to conceive is in her sixth month. No word from God will ever fail. And here's Mary. I am the Lord's servant. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. And immediately, I mean, at that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea where she entered Zachariah's home and was greeted by Elizabeth. Ah, Here she's hurrying. But where did she hurry to? She hurried to seclusion. Huh. She hurried to a quiet space. That's why I say, God may say, hurry, hurry up. It's time for quiet time. He hurried her off to quiet time with a mentor to learn and to grow. And she was obedient, and she did that. I love her attitude. I love her faith. I mean, she's, she's like, okay, here we go. So a Christmas heart is a heart that recognizes God is with you despite the chaos around you. And a Christmas heart is a heart available to God's plans. So ask yourself this question, are you available and willing or busy and uninterested? It's a good Christmas question. You know, the Lord favors you. It says that she was highly favored. He favors you. Say that. Say, he favors me. The Lord favors me. Say it. The Lord favors me. It's hard to say in it. We can't imagine that, right? But he does. He says, I love you with an everlasting love. He, I mean, again and again and again and again, the Bible tells us how much he loves us and he favors us and he cares about us. And we have to believe that. Somehow she must have believed that. That's why I ask you the question, do you believe God with us? He favors you. So she wrote a song. I love that. (laughs) Um, But we learn that she's devout. 
She's pretty committed. How do we know that Mary is devout? Uh, the, the baby's only a week old, and where's she at? She's in church. Most modern-day mothers are not in church after a week. <laughs> Just saying. She was devout, and she went straight to dedicate that baby. Uh, she was humble, and she was discerning. Uh, in her song, we, we, we see that she loves intercession for her nation and for all people. And so I wanted to read a little bit of her song together. Let's see here. I don't know if I put that in your notes. It's still in, in chapter 1, in verse 46. Oh, Elizabeth was a pastor's wife, by the way. That's why I like her. <laughs> Mary goes there. Uh, so Mary's song, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. And from now on, all generations will call me blessed. The mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. And, and now it's, it's about us, guys. Mercy, his mercy extends to those who fear him. From generation to generation, he has performed mighty deeds with his arm. Now she gives us a warning. That's why I say she's wise. He scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. Wow. Let's stop there for a second. He scatters those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. Well, if we never take thinking time, how are we going to evaluate where we're at with our pride? He brings down the rulers from their thrones. <laughs> God's in charge of elections. He lifts up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but the rich he sent away empty. She understands treasures, the right perspective on treasures. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised our ancestors. And then she stayed with Elizabeth for three months and returned home. I bet she learned so much. When I get to heaven, I'm going to ask her what all they, that they did in those three months. It sounds very exciting to me. Oh, I, I have a friend that gets up every morning at four and prays for their nation. That's the Achangas in Kenya. And when they came to visit us at our house, it was so interesting because they had the first time they'd ever been to the United States. And I remember uh, Mel and Achanga opened our dryer, stuck her head in there and goes, woohoo! <laughs> She'd never seen a dryer. <laughs> she was like, woohoo! This is great. <laughs> and um, she was so excited about all the modern things in our kitchen and, and all the stuff. It was fun. But anyway, I just remember how tired I was. And at 4 a.m., they're up, and they were praying for us. And they were praying for our nation. And then when you go there, you're really tired because you have jet lag. And they're up, and they're praying. Um, but Mary was a praying woman. Mary was an intercessor. And she prayed for her nation. And I think we can learn something from that. Because it came out of her willing heart to serve the Lord. And when we serve the Lord, we, we help, we intercede. And, and really, Jesus is servant of all. He's sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding, praying for us. So I, I love that about her. Um, so she responded to the Lord you know, to the angel, I'm the Lord's servant, may your word be fulfilled. And basically, I want everything to come to pass. And so she surrendered to God's plan. 
And I think you have to ask yourself that question in your white space pondering time. What does he want to fulfill in my life, in your life? What is he asking me to do? And sometimes it's quite simple. It may not be very dramatic at all. You just have to to ask yourself that question. Ask him that question and get in that sweet spot. Wonder what incredible gifts he might have in store for us if we say yes to him and what it would look like to live this Christmas with that in mind and with a Christmas heart available and willing for his call. Sometimes calling, once you figure that out, it brings the joy in the heart. Because Mary had suffering, didn't she? In that situation, there had, I mean, having a baby not in a hospital without an epidural, <laughs> that was not easy. You know, there, some things about this weren't easy, but yet there was joy in the hard. And I think that that's the secret. Finding joy in the hard comes from when your heart is willing and available to God, you say, yes, may it be to me what you want me to do, and then you're doing it, even if it's hard, even if getting up at 4 a.m. and praying for your nation, that would be hard, wouldn't it? But they had joy in it because that was their assignment from God. And you find the joy in it. That's what Mary did. That's what we can do. So that's why it's really important to find out what that sweet spot is. It might be taking care of a family member. It might be doing a certain thing at your job. It might be the list of things you're not going to do right now because you're going to focus on what God wants you to do. I had a, a dear friend named Bertha Nunnery, and she was in her late 90s. And I was in high school and I just decided that visiting the nursing home would be good for my character. I knew I was quite the selfish uh, kid in high school, and I don't know how I came up with this idea, but I thought maybe it would be a shot in the arm for a selfish high school kid that would like to go into ministry one day. So I would go visit the nursing home. And it was right down the street from my house, and I went down there, and somehow, I don't even remember how, but I met Bertha Nunnery. And Bertha Nunnery was blind, legally, and she had memorized most of the scripture. So she would literally quote the book of James to me completely from memory. And you're just sitting there going, wow, how does she do this? And so she has this little nursing home type room, a little bit bigger than a normal just bedroom. So I don't know, maybe it was some sort of expanded nursing home type room. But all across her room, all around her room, were hanging pine needle baskets. And a blind lady had collected, and anybody that could find pine needles brought them to her. And she would weave, out of pine needles, baskets, hangings, all different shapes and sizes. They were beautiful. And she gave them as gifts. And that was her ministry. And it didn't cost her anything because people learned that she knew how to make them, and so they would donate the pine needles. And that's how she kept her time in these intricate, baskets. And I remember thinking, wow, I love this lady. And I, when I went off to Israel, <laughs> to the Armenian quarter, I would write Miss Nunnery a letter because I wanted somebody to read it to her because she said, I want to hear all about Israel. I've never been and I want to experience it. So I wrote her all about Israel and her son saved those letters for me. But 
We've yet to connect for me to get them. <laughs> but maybe one day I'll get them. But they have been saved. But I think about Miss Nunnery because she knew her calling and she knew her purpose. And even almost to a hundred, she was still fulfilling that. She was a prayer warrior. She was a gift giver. She was a lover of the word. And that's how it's going to be for each of us as we find that sweet spot. So I gave us a prayer, and I thought we could pray together. And I promised to finish early so that we could have some small group time. And I have some questions for you, but why don't we say this little prayer together? Um, And do you have it in your notes? We'll just pray it out loud. Is that good? Okay, ready? One, two, three. Dear God, I humbly bow my head and heart before you. I praise you, my holy God. Help me to ponder, treasure, and listen to you for directions. I choose to say yes to you and no to fear and anxiety. Don't let me waste my life. Give me peace as the details of your plan unfold uh, for me unfold. <laughs> I am willing to step out in faith to follow you. I'm available for any assignment. Speak, Lord. My ears and heart are open now. I want to fulfill all of the plans and purposes you have for my life. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.